Hey, Love Your Life fam. It's Crystal and Andre Holland. What's up, everybody? Hey, looking forward to hearing from you. So to find us, you can check us out on... Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. We look forward to hearing from you all. Yeah, yeah, we came a long way, and that's what the songs say. And I can do all things, I can do all things, yeah, I can do all things, yeah, yeah. Hey, Love Your Life family, welcome back to another Loving Your Life podcast. It is your sis, Crystal. I am so excited to be back here with you. It has been a couple of weeks since um, I've been on here to have a conversation with you. Uh, Y'all, it has been real on our end. As you know, if you've been listening to us for any amount of time, husband, father, mother, wife, um, in the trenches, four children dealing with multiple uh, responsibilities and have had some hiccups over the last couple of weeks, but uh, on the road to recovery. And so I'll give you an update and I want to just talk to you guys about it. I hope all of you are doing well and, uh, you know, continuing to examine the year as we prepare to step into 2021. I'm not a big advocate for new year resolutions. I think that it's important to start early on setting goals and that it should be a year long journey uh, every year that we are continuing to do work to be healthier and I think health is the primary word not bigger not better but healthier Um, healthy in my mind and in my experience is more of a balanced approach versus so many extremes that in reality sometimes are just not real or um, an illusion that people end up chasing that does not fit their life um, or different things that are going on. And so it just seems like a never ending beast that you can never accomplish. And so, uh, so much to say to you all. And um, again, just so blessed and excited to be back here with you. My baby, my boo, is uh, handling business with our kiddos, running errands tonight. I know it's been a minute since we've been on here together, but we have so much fun, exciting content that we'll be um, presenting and coming on here chatting with you guys about. So, again, just hope everybody is doing well and uh, this quick disclaimer this is not coaching counseling or therapy by radio this is a platform that my husband and I have uh, been given to share our life experiences and different things that have been a blessing and helped us to thrive throughout our life and unforeseen circumstances that life throws at you and so today I really want to unpack with you, how do you modify and adapt to unforeseen circumstances? And I know we do touch on this quite a bit because that has been our story. Um, You know, being able to truly learn how to thrive um, in the midst of very, very difficult circumstances, but it didn't start with thriving. We went from Uh, trying to figure it out to then surviving and then to learning how to thrive. And this is an ongoing journey for everybody because everybody has uh, different things that raised you, shaped you. And so our perspectives are different. And so one thing that I really want to convey is I'm not an expert at your story. I'm an expert at my story. I'm an expert at our story. And the whole purpose of really Uh, starting and establishing this podcast was to be able to feed you all the fruit that we've obtained uh, from the seeds that were sown into us, but it cost us. And so I'm not on here to waste your time, but to truly uh, create a safe environment to just be raw, to be real about real issues and not 
come off as like it was a cakewalk. Um, I think that type of language causes more damage and brings hopelessness, especially to people that that's just not your story. Where your story, it has been a grind. It has been hard. You've had to develop grit. Um, you have navigated through a lot of physical, uh, psychological, spiritual trauma, and so on and so forth. And so not a knock on anybody that you've had more of a balanced approach. Thank God for you, you know, and the blessing and um, keep on living. <laughs> and I don't, again, I don't mean that in a bad way, um, but life hits, you know, stuff that you can sit back and ask all day, why? But at the end of the day, why not? You know, you have to get to that place. And so over the last month, um, as you guys have heard, I live with chronic illness. I have been battling three autoimmune conditions that I will continue to unpack more as we go into the new year. Um, it's a very delicate area. And so I haven't been crazy vocal about it because it's difficult. It's very, very difficult. Um, and as difficult as it has been, it has also been a gift to my life. And I have been battling chronic illness for over 40 years. And I know that I have a lot of information to share with you all. And so part of that is learning how to modify, how to adapt through the unforeseen. When you live with an autoimmune condition, you can wake up bad, you can wake up good. And then a couple hours later, you can be in a full-blown flare-up or just symptoms. And so you're consistently having to adjust your day um, and develop a lifestyle around uh, bringing a little to no stress to your home or your work environment or whatever space that you hold. And depending on your environment, because there are some people that are doing it, they're going into work, they're around people every day. It's very difficult and they have to be safe and don't talk about it a lot because unfortunately we live in a world that points fingers and has made it very difficult for people that suffer in silence um, with psychological issues, physical and spiritual. And so it's not just, a, it's not just one particular area. And so how do you do that? How do you modify your life? How do you adapt? And one of the first things that I 100% is you have to slow down. And the reason I say slow down is because a lot of times People try to project what has worked for them onto you. And it's okay to give information when it's asked, um, as long as it's not being forced onto somebody. And if what works for you doesn't work for somebody else, it does not mean that that person is lazy. It does not mean that they haven't tried. Um, everybody has a unique story. And what works for one person may trigger a flare-up in another person. And so being able to come to the table and slow down enough to understand your condition, educate yourself on your condition and understand that there may be things that apply to your particular condition that you don't find in an, on the internet that your doctors are not conversing about because it's unique to your body, your DNA. And a lot of times that is the most complicated part because there's so many complexities with autoimmune conditions. And so it becomes exhausting. And so, yes, I'm discussing an autoimmune condition, but this may be um, psychological. It may be financial. It may be spiritual. Uh, everybody has their vice. Everybody has something that they're contending with. 
And so when you're wrestling with something, are you slowing down? Are you giving yourself permission to feel what you're feeling and validating? Is it true or is it a lie? Because if you don't do that, a lot of energy, a lot of time gets wasted on something that is not real. And so the importance of slowing down and being able to identify, okay, is this true? Is it, is it false? And then what are you feeding? Are you watering a lie or are you watering what's true? And a lot of times I'm going to give just a blanket example where it just feels like it's never enough. It's never enough. I've tried this and this doesn't work. You know, <laughs> all the internal chatter of just frustration and we've paid this bill. We're making more income here. Um, I read this scripture and it's not working. Um, we've had this conversation and they're not listening, you know, and when you slow down, you can truly examine, well, you know what? I did try this and actually I'm not dealing with this symptom anymore or it's not every day that I'm dealing with this. And, you know, we did pay off three bills, even though there are 10 on the list, we got three done. And a lot of times you just get in the rat race, the rat race of life. Um, you have this conversation with your spouse and five issues were on the table that you guys needed to adjust and two of them you've made improvement on. But the focus becomes on what didn't get done versus what did get done. And so there's a natural frustration of never feeling like you've accomplished nothing. Why? Because you keep watering what you did not accomplish. And so, again, being able to modify your perspective, reframe your life. Okay, no, acknowledge the work that you're putting in because it's exhausting. It's frustrating um, when you don't see the progress but that comes with intention. You have to identify where are you intentionally putting your focus? And again, what are you intentionally watering? And then adapting. Adapt to um, what your body is telling you. What are your finances telling you? What is your spiritual health telling you? What is your marriage telling you? What is your relationship between your children telling you? So on and so forth. Being able to slow down enough to say, you know what, I have not made room for this person or um, I'm not um, making time to truly appreciate certain things or blessings, conversations, slowing down to appreciate your kid's laugh versus it frustrating you because it's loud. You know, all of the different things. Why? Because you're plugged into so many things um, and truly being able to just unplug, give your body your mind and your spirit, the rest that it needs so that you know how to adapt to the season that you're in and knowing that seasons do change. And a lot of times seasons that are so prolonged and seem like they're never going to stop. It's because we're not um, feeding ourselves the right information. We're watering bad information. We're watering lies. And so this past month when you know, kind of going with life and the seasons are changing. And because of the conditions that I live with, there were external elements that began to affect my health. It wasn't that I wasn't eating right, resting right, environmental changes, more allergens in the air, stuff that was out of my control triggered a flare up in me and it landed me back into the hospital. Um, very, very difficult, very, very painful as a wife and as a mother and seeing the look on my husband's face, my children's face, it is one of the hardest parts of my journey and had my moment, you know, released it. I gave myself the space to be delicate and gentle with myself 
and then um, did what I had to do, went to the hospital, um, uh, one of the most painful places to be. Um, but the specialist came in and gave me the necessary medication to help my body, assist my body to um, come out of the flare-up for me in particular. There's a lot of blood loss, a lot of weight loss. My vision is affected, um, extremely uh, high levels of pain, um, and I can go on and on. And so it was not something that could be handled at home um, because it becomes life-threatening. And so in that space, I could have chosen to sit there and be miserable, frustrated, angry, and I'd be lying to you if I didn't say those emotions came up. They're going to. That's part of being human. The issue is not letting them control me and being able to be fruitful during that time. So I took that time to write, to study, to focus, um, to reanalyze, to look at different uh, things and steps that I need to apply for the new year. And so maximizing the time and not getting caught up in, oh, here we go again, and the frustration of what was out of my control. Um, it's just something that has definitely benefited my health, my life. Um, it gives us and our family a healthier um, atmosphere to live and to develop our children around. It's very damaging to sit and focus and sulk over what we cannot fix. And then it leaves room for us to see those around us that have the tools, that have uh, what we need, um, and giving them space to come in and to pour into us and vice versa, us pour into them. And that is the beauty of not being good at everything. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not good at everything. Um, and that's relationship. That's what bearing uh, one another's burdens look like. And so we've been extremely blessed over time getting to know each other, um, letting people into a space to educate them about your specific situation versus comparing yourself to somebody else's life. And so when you leave room for other people to come in and to learn about what you're going through, it's one of my favorite quotes where you come to the table being quick to understand, seeking to understand for the purpose of growth. And the quote is, Seek to understand, then to be understood. And uh, it's something, a quote I came across years ago on an elementary school campus that I saw tagged on the building, and I thought it was so incredibly powerful. And it's something that every human being should come to another human being. When you don't understand something, especially if it frustrates you, being able to come to the table seeking to understand and then to be understood why? So that you can modify and adapt your perspective in a healthy way. We all have subjective perceptions. Why? Because we were all shaped and developed by something else. And too many times we come to the table seeking to poke holes in people's stories or their perspectives because we're not coming to understand. We're seeking to project or to push our way onto somebody else. And you never grow that way. And so when somebody is going through a storm or when you are enduring something, it's crucial that you slow down, that you um, give yourself space to acknowledge what you're going through, identify, okay, what is true, what is not true, and then identify what are you feeding? Are you feeding something that's not true 
or are you feeding something that is true? And so that you bear fruit where truth is. You don't bear fruit, good fruit, where a lie is. And so then being able to identify, okay, what is multiplying in my life? And when you look at what is multiplying in your life, it goes back to what are you feeding? And as I sit and reflect over the course of our journey and our story, there's a lot of, you can identify the bad fruit and the negativity, but we kept feeding what was true. Even when we didn't see the fruit, even when we didn't see the evidence of it, but it was something that we persisted in and we stuck with it. And it goes back to prayer without ceasing. Pray until something happens. And it could be years. It could be months. It can be days. But keep watering what is true. And eventually you will bear fruit there. And the fruit that you bear, you you have the opportunity to harvest it. And then do what? Go feed others. And that is what loving your life is all about, being able to identify the fruit that you have watered throughout your life that has brought life to you, that has brought nourishment to you, and then being able to harvest it and take that bad boy and give somebody else life, give somebody else truth, give somebody else nourishment so that they can begin to thrive. And when we can truly hone in and focus on that versus feeding the toxicity and looking back over life and not being pleased and being frustrated and seeing where you've wasted time, wasted money, wasted um, good fruit, you know, pouring it into toxicity, people or places or environments that did not appreciate it. The ground, the soil wasn't conducive for your fruit and it was hard ground. You know, that that's that's the part that that can hurt. But truly, again, going back and and you really begin to identify and see when you slow down. And that is one thing that this year has allotted us. It has gifted us the ability to slow down, to make changes, healthy changes, to um, reassess our lives, to identify things that you've been pouring your time into, people you've been pouring your time in, but they're not, you're not bearing any fruit. And so celebrate that truth. Get excited about, man, you know, I'm no longer doing this versus I can't believe how much time I wasted on this. Why? Because you're expending good energy that you can be focusing on. Okay, what am I going to do better in planning? Now's the time to be setting goals. Now's the time not to wait until January if you're trying to make health changes. And when I say health, again, body, soul, and spirit, not just solely focusing on the physical, the psychological, and the spiritual development, but integrating the three. Why? Because God created us as a tripart being and bring balance to your life so that as you are looking at your mental health, and let, let me pivot for a minute. When you come to any type of health goals, it all starts with mental health. Why am I saying that? Because you can be on the grind. You can have this rocked up, hardcore body and your mind still jacked up, which will eventually <laughs> spill over into all that you've been working on to accomplish. And you look up a year now or a couple of months from now and you're back where you started. Why? Because you didn't work on yourself as a whole. And so going back to focusing on health in general starts with mental health and then being able to let that spill over into the physical and spiritual health. And so, again, bringing the balance to the table and slowing down 
pacing yourself and understanding that you have to become an expert at your story. Nobody should be focusing on your story and your process more than you. And so it goes back to that balance where you may feel frustrated. You may feel like somebody's not supporting you and your focus is on, well, they're not supporting me. And are you supporting you? Are you giving yourself the time that you need to pull back and take care of you? How much love are you investing in yourself versus expending that energy on what somebody isn't doing, what somebody isn't bringing to the table? And I get it. We all, we have life, we have responsibilities, we have relationships, we are relational beings. God wired us to be connected to one another. With that said, it's unhealthy and out of balance to put so much time and energy and focus into what somebody is not doing for you versus what you are doing for you. It is not your friend's responsibility to make you happy. It's not your spouse or your children's responsibility to make you happy. You have to learn to become happy with yourself. Why? Because you talk to yourself the most. <laughs> it's it said, I, I'll have to go back. I can't quote it. But research shows that women use 30,000 plus words a day, men 20. And that is just externally and internally it's doubled. So men are, so you talk to yourself the most all day. So you have to go back and answer the question. What are you telling yourself? What conversation are you having with yourself? Are you feeding truth? Are you feeding lies? And the evidence is what fruit are you producing? And if what you're producing is good, are you serving it to others? Are you looking at this like, I can't serve nobody. This will kill, this will kill them. And if you wouldn't serve it to somebody else, you have to ask the question, why are you serving it to yourself? And so going back to adapting and modifying to unforeseen circumstances is incredibly difficult. And the gift of slowing down gives you perspective. And then coming to the table, whether it's through Zoom because of COVID-19, <laughs> uh, distance, physical distance, getting healthy people around you. Why? Because there's wisdom in the counsel of many. Getting outside of your head and your perspective, coming to the table, seeking to understand and being able to eat the fruit that others have harvested because it has cost them their life what they have to bring to the table to bring support, to bring encouragement, to bring truth. Take the fruit. Let it be nourishing to your mind. Let it be nourishing to your mental health. Why? So that it can spill over into your physical and spiritual development. And this is what growing in love looks like. First with yourself and then to those that you've been given to love. And it's an incredible journey. It is the hardest job in the world because it's ongoing. It does not stop. And that's good because you want to live a life that perpetuates healing. Once you've stopped growing, you're in the danger zone. You're not in a space now where you're getting better. You're expanding yourself or tapping into all of the potential that is in you. And I don't say any of this lightly at all, you guys. Being a wife, a mother, one who is um, in entrepreneurship and business and fighting a chronic illness. And there's so many other things that I have not listed. <laughs> so many other things. <laughs> um, 
And there are days where it is a fight from the time that I wake up to the time that I go to bed. Um, But I want a quality life. I want to experience love and I want to serve. That's why we're all here. And so my question to you is, what are you serving? And is what you're serving bringing life? Or is what you're serving damaging others? Is what you're serving toxic? Is what you're serving bringing healing and hope and restoration? And if you have like, oh my gosh, I have so much stuff that I still need to work on, that that goes back to, yes, acknowledge that you have work to do. Don't get into the zone of denial. You cannot heal what's hidden, okay? So denying, is is, that's another extreme. Being aware is powerful. Yes, you have those 10 things on your list, five things, 50 things, wherever you are at in life. But that one thing that you did well this year, go and serve. Serve some fruit to somebody and help them. And pat yourself on the back for doing the work. And move on to the next one. And dispel the illusion that you're going to arrive one day. No, (laughs) it's not real. And I'm going to really unpack this in future podcasts because... Uh, unfortunately, people have capitalized off of this illusion that there's this ultimate place of arrival. It's not true. If we would just focus on being, a lot of us would be a lot healthier. I'm not telling you something that I read in a book. I'm telling you something that I've lived and continue to live. It's been a beautiful mess, and um, I've learned so much. And suffering has been my gift. I don't like it, but it has been my greatest gift. And I want to serve what I have been given through the suffering. And so I encourage you to continue to tune in to future podcasts as we continue to unpack so, so much to you guys. We are incredibly excited about all that is to come in 2021 taking it one day at a time and continuing to serve one soul at a time. Why? Because that's what we're all here for. We are relational beings. We desire connection and we connect with people through our stories. And so as always, I want to encourage all of you to share your story and learn to love your life through your story. Your story has purpose. And there are so many people on the planet There's enough people in the world for you to share your story to. Somebody wants to hear it. And if it's not the people that you're around, that's part of slowing down, adapting, and modifying. Make some changes that are healthy for you, some changes that are going to feed you. Thank you all so much for continuing to tune in to the Loving Your Life podcast. Continue to stay tuned. You can check us out on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast outlets. Thank you all so much. We love you. God bless you. Shout to the city that raised me. Shout to the people that made me. I'm from the 80s. I don't think mumbling wavy. I grew up black on a Jay-Z. Maybe I'm crazy. I ain't been wondering lately. Feel like it's there for the taking. Feel like I'm good with the changes. Know who I am. And that's the most dangerous thing. 
Hey, Love Your Life fam. It's Crystal and Andre Holland. What's up, everybody? Hey, looking forward to hearing from you. So to find us, you can check us out on... Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. We look forward to hearing from you all.